Welcome to Daring Made, the podcast that revolutionizes the way you think about growing your business and brand. I'm Sasha Fedunchek, your host, a serial entrepreneur, ex-corporate marketing director, and multiple six-figure agency owner. I'm bringing you daring perspectives and deep insights to create an iconic brand and sustainable, profitable business. Get ready to be inspired, challenged, and equipped with the tools you need to make the impact you've always wanted. We don't just dream big here, we dare bigger. Let's get into it. Hey, Daring listeners, welcome back to Daring Made, the go-to space for entrepreneurs ready to make real connections and dive deep into the art and science of strategically building a brand and business. Today, we are talking about a topic that so many founders grapple with and is how the heck do I win over my dream clients by making them the hero of their own story? So essentially, what we're going to be talking about is How do I start to use language that really attracts my ideal customers to me and helps to make my marketing and sales not just feel easy because none of this stuff is easy, it's hard work, but it actually gets me the results I want. My goal by the end of this podcast is that you feel that you no longer have to spin your wheels thinking about what should I post and how should I say it? Why aren't people actually replying to my content or inquiring about working with me or booking out my services? A lot of times why this doesn't happen is because we're not using the language that our customers use. So we're going to get more into that. Let's set the scene, okay? You've started your business, you're all in, heart, soul, and Instagram feed. But here's the kicker. Is your brand all about you or is it about your clients? Be honest. Because if your last post was more day in my life versus how can I serve you, we need to talk. So especially when we're starting out, oftentimes we're so passionate about our ideas and our business. We want to share all the things that we do, but what we do or who we are, it's not necessarily going to move the needle. Although your personality, if you're the spokesperson of your brand or your brand's persona and archetype, That definitely is important in attracting customers. It's not going to be the thing that seals the deal, okay? There are definitely brands, mentors, coaches, business owners there where, you know, I like their personality. I'm happy to consume their content, but am I going to pay them money to help me with my business? No. (laughs) And a lot of times it's because I feel like I know more about them as a person than them as a strategic partner or a service provider or someone who's going to fix the problems I have. And so there's this big debate about, you know, create a personal brand, even if you're a founder, even if you don't want to be the spokesperson of your business forever. And that can work if it's kind of separate from your kind of primary brand, your money-making machine, your business. But I think if you're putting too much of your personal life and too much of a focus on you and not your customer, you're going to lose out on a lot of money and a lot of business. So in later episodes, we're going to talk more about brand archetypes and buyer types, and this is going to help simplify this concept. But I want you to keep an open mind, right? It's like when the iPhone came out and none of us really knew what the buttons did and how to use it. But now, because we kind of know where things are, it is like so simple and intuitive. Same with, you know, hopping on Instagram or even going on just different social media apps, once you kind of know the buttons to push, it becomes so easy and intuitive to do. And the same is true for marketing and sales. 
and these concepts that we're going to be talking about, brand archetype, buyer type, all of these things, storytelling, that's going to help you to really shift the spotlight from your brand to your client's journey because they are the hero, not us. Okay, so we're going to go through a couple of points that will kind of drive this home and give you some additional insight. These points are things that I see a lot of founders do that hurt their brand in business. And so hopefully by calling them out, if you feel triggered and you're like, oh crap, I do that, just take a mental note or a physical note. Don't do it anymore and listen for the tips on what to do instead. Okay, so point one, falling into the ego trap. Guys, your brand is not your autobiography. Think of it instead as your client's blockbuster. It's not about your favorite breakfast or how many lattes you had that day or your dog, unless that is solving your client's problem. It's about turning, tuning into your client's frequency, their highs, their lows, and you're really coming in like the Yoda to their Skywalker. You're coming in as that guide. Again, there's that mistake that I I feel like a lot of people, because social media, so many people show their entire lives, we feel like once we start a business, once we're trying to sell something, we have to show our personal lives and air all our dirty laundry. But that's not true. You still want to be authentic to who you are, but we want to tap into that authenticity in a way that Really, you can show your customers, hey, this is how I use my authenticity or this is how I use, you know, who I am to serve you, just serve myself. Okay, so this is going to bring me to point two, cracking the client code. So in order to, you know, serve your clients, you first have to understand what is buzzing in their mind at 3 a.m. What is fueling their passions? You really want to be able to speak their language. And once you get those insights, you can then create messaging that really strikes a chord with when you address their specific problems with empathy. Now you're in their world and they're going to listen because they feel like you have truly listened to them. And this is something that I actually learned when I was going through IPEC to get my coaching certificate back in like 2018. The art of listening. I talked about this in the intro episode. And the art of of really validating people. When people feel validated, they feel safe to open up. They feel safe to let you into their world. If you're not able to do that, think of it this way. It's like you are Taylor Swift singing in a room full of like classic rock fans or rap fans, right? Like you're going to hear crickets. They're not going to be singing your songs. They're not going to know the words. They're certainly not going to be clapping. So if you're not speaking the language of your customers in a way that they understand and feel understood, it's going to be cricket central when it comes to booking out appointments with you, selling out your services, selling your products, that kind of thing. Again, understand that, understand how to speak their language, what's going on for them in their minds, what are their problems, And what solutions are they looking for? And then you won't just be in their world. You're really going to get the VIP tour with them. Like I said, in the next couple of episodes, we're going to dive deeper into brand archetypes and buyer types. That's going to help you really nail down who you're selling to, how to best sell to them. So growing your business can feel more frictionless. But before we get to all of that, let's talk about point three, which is now that we are able to understand what's going on in their head 
now that we are able to kind of take our own ego out of it, how do we present our solution in their story? So what we need to do, our challenge that as marketers of our own business is we've got to frame our product or our service as the chosen one. So perfectly tailored for their little epic adventure, wherever they are. We don't want to just say how great it is. These are all of the features. These are all of the benefits of our product or our service. But what we want to do is highlight how our product or service is the answer to their unique journey. It's really important that, again, we understand where that client's at so we can personalize the benefits of our solution and make it crystal clear. The more we can simplify, hey, you've got this product or hey, you've got this desire. This is how I can help you get there and basically take the guesswork and the back and forth and the overthinking out of it for our clients, the faster we're going to get to that sale. So understanding them, where they're, how their problems impact their lives or business, and how your solution gets them closer to their desires is like your number one priority before you literally do anything else in terms of marketing with your business. Again, this is their narrative. They're the main character of the story. They're the hero and you are the wise guy. So we're going to wrap up with social media because so many of us are obviously speaking to our clients on social media. Let's talk about it. You know, let's talk about the the time where you post something and you're just like waiting for the likes to roll in, waiting for the comments, waiting for the DMs. You keep going back to your phone and like checking and you're like, where are the appointments? Where are the sales? We have all been there. But real talk, and I'm sure you've heard this before, social media really is about being social. Even though we've got this kind of idea of the client's journey, the client is the hero, and we're learning to speak the language of the client, we still want to engage with the client. It's not just about being part of their story or speaking their language in a way that's like sell, sell, sell. There's still an element of engagement. There's still an element of community and relationship building. So how do we do social media the right way? I'm going to go over just four very high level tips for you to kind of keep it. The first one is engagement over broadcasting. Do not just post and ghost. This is one of the worst things you can do. And I'm not talking about just from an algorithm perspective. It's just shows that you don't really care about what you're putting out there. If you just have a post, but you're never engaging with comments, you're never having conversations with people. What I urge you to do is, you know, ask questions in your content, ask questions, the comments that people leave back to you, create polls, start conversations, make sure you're responding to things. When people see that, even if they're just kind of like the lurkers who are going to be watching you over time, they're going to say, okay, this brand is actually invested in, you know, building a relationship with me or in their community, which is not going to be important for every buyer type. But for half of the buyer types, it is really important. Just kind of showcasing that engagement over broadcasting is something that your brand does is going to help you to, again, get closer to that sale. The second point is value-packed content. I'm not going to sit here and say, share value, share value. One, I think that whole concept is going to go in the garbage. We're going to talk about that in a later episode. But what I want you to do instead here is storytell. Your value-packed content should be 
stories because those are the most memorable things that people hold on to and can actually recall. And the stories, think of it like every post as a step forward in that client's journey, not just a on your back, right? If you're just constantly patting yourself on the back, your clients or customers, potential customers will be like, yay, you know, for you. But are they going to be motivated to buy anything from you or are they just going to continue to consume your content? All right. The next one is client spotlights. So as we're talking about like testimonials or success stories, you know, we don't want just like a boring five star like here you go, here's this person gave me this review, congratulations. Because that, again, is just like what we talked about, what not to do, patting yourself on the back. What I want to urge you to do instead is celebrate your clients' wins as your own victories. This not only builds credibility, but it also strengthens community. So if you're a service provider, if you're in branding or marketing or some kind of service, creative service, you do something for a client and it has a positive result, you want to talk about that positive result as really their win, not, ooh, look at this is what we did for that client. Because when you showcase that, wow, this is really their win, we supported them through this, this is maybe our role in this, but this is a huge win for them. Again, it positions that client or that customer as the hero of the story. So those other people that are lurking, that are seeing themselves as the main character, right? They're like, oh, wow, okay, this service provider of this product really will see me that way too. So almost psychologically, almost implicitly, it gives them another reason to trust you and to want to work with you. And then the last point for social media is behind the scenes transparency. This is really important in establishing your authority as well. When you're showing the work that goes into solving their problems, this is, again, going to build trust. It's showcasing the labor of love for their solutions, not just random days in your life. These are the problems that they have. What are you doing behind the scenes to solve those problems? And again, it's going to show authority and it's going to be a story that you get to tell. You know, you can still show like, this is my life, right? If you're the one doing the service or putting together the product or whatever, but it's always with that customer as the hero in mind. Okay, last point here, don't forget the power of feedback. Your brand, your offerings, none of it is set in stone, okay? If you go back and listen to my second episode, you will see how many times I have changed direction. And even in the last six months, we've changed direction a lot. And that's because we're constantly responding to that ideal customer that is either out there or we want to create. So your brand, your offerings, they're alive, they're dynamic. You want to respond to the heartbeat of your client base. You want to listen, adapt, and grow. This is how you turn those one-time customers that were maybe perfect for you a year ago when you had XYZ product or XYZ service. Now they've evolved and you've evolved with them because you closed that feedback loop, right? You went back and you watch where they're going or you talk to them again through polls or surveys to really kind of understand where they're at in their journey so you can continue to support. So I know I said that was the last thing, but there's one last thing. And that is just that consistency is key. You have to keep engaging and learning and growing with your audience. There's no secret sauce to speaking to your ideal clients and getting it right on the first try and making a million dollars overnight, like does not happen. 
It takes time and the art of really listening to people and the art of connecting with people and then eventually influencing people. It all takes time by making the psychological shift in your own mind of like, okay, I'm no longer the main character. My customer, my client is the hero of the story. It's not just for good branding. It's for good business and good business, great business. It does take time like anything else. It's not going to be an overnight success, but it's going to get you closer to being such a intentional and strategic business owner and marketer and founder in your business. And it's going to help you to create these real meaningful connections that turn prospects into happy, loyal, potentially lifelong clients. Okay, so I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you're inspired to ditch the megaphone and really talk with, not at, your dream clients. I am so excited to go deeper in this topic and give you other ways to really think about storytelling, connecting marketing at a really strategic yet simple way with what's coming up next with brand archetypes and buyer types and all that good stuff. So I will see you in the next episode. Thanks so much for giving this episode a listen. If you enjoyed what you heard, please be sure to take a moment to rate or review us. You can also share us on social media. Take a screenshot of this episode and tag at Daring Made. We will happily personally thank you for sharing us with your friends. Also, don't forget to check out daringmade.com for a whole library of incredible free digital resources for entrepreneurs just like you. We'll catch you in the next episode. Mm-hmm.